Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. Hello and welcome back to Stockhead's VCon on all things crypto. Next up, we're going to hear from Matt Williamson, Head of Research and Content at Collective Shift. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, my name is Matt Williamson. I'm head of research and content at Collective Shift, which is a, a cryptocurrency research firm and, and content provider for um, for paid for paid members based here down in in Melbourne and with a with a membership that spans globally. Today, I want to be sharing with you uh, my thoughts on the value of NFTs and where they are headed. I'm sure uh, for those tuning in, you may not have, um, uh, you have likely seen the uh, the emergence of NFTs this year and are, are perhaps wondering what it's all about and whether it's just a flash in the pan or will be a, a kind of long-term asset class that's nested under this uh, big umbrella of cryptocurrencies or crypto assets. Okay, so getting into what NFTs actually are, um, it's a it's an acronym. I'm sure you've you've seen all over the place, making headlines and and such throughout 2021. So it's a very um a, a very ugly term, and it's not really um widely understood, which is why it's always presented in an acronym as NFT. So what it stands for is non fungible token. So I told you told you it was a bit of an ugly term. So um, I wish it was a bit uh, simpler, but that's what we can do in in this session here. So non-fungible. So what is fungible? Fungible is a term, it's, it comes from economics, the, the concept of fungibility. But really, for the sake of this session, and what I really want you to take away is fungible, just think of it as interchangeable or replaceable. So when something is described as fungible, think of it, it's replaceable. So it can be replaced by something else and, and the value attributed to it is essentially the exact same. So there is a, um, a common example used in fungibility is, is currency or, or cash. So a $2 coin that I have in my pocket, I could go down to the shops and, and use it to, to buy something like a yeah, bottle of milk or something. And it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if I have five $2 coins, for instance, and the milk bottle costs $2, it doesn't matter what $2 coin I use. It'll, it has the same value in this Australian, the Australian economy uh, with the being a $2 Australian coin, it has the same purpose and the same value. So that's essentially what, what fungible means. Um, and so that's the NF part of, of the NFT acronym kind of handled there the I suppose the NF so something that isn't fungible therefore is something that's unique so if it can't be interchanged and can't be replaced one for one that means it is inherently unique um so me and you watching like who are you watching this right now like you are you are essentially non-fungible it's just a weird adjective to use um to describe you obviously but um but yeah that's that's kind of I just wanted to break that down to help you understand the token aspect is 
again a bit of a loose term token just for the sake of this video um just think of that as a a something that exists um and isn't it isn't tangible so it's something that exists digitally um, and can be used as essentially almost like a store of value that can be sent uh, to and from people all around the world. Um, so there's examples of tokens all around the world, really. They don't need to be, they don't really need to be um, stored on a blockchain, but, but um, in, in the case of NFTs, they definitely are stored on a blockchain. So um, in, in many ways, you could argue Bitcoin or, or Ether, the native uh, token of Ethereum that that is a token, but um, again, not just um, yeah, not just don't just think of token as something that's just for blockchains. So for NFT, that that really just to break it down and to put it simply, it is an NFT is a unique file that lives on the blockchain. So the real key terms takeaways for you that I want you to understand is the the term unique and the fact that it exists on a blockchain. So yes, we've seen an explosion in NFTs uh, for over the past six to 12 months. Um, inevitably with such, um, with such strong growth comes roadblocks and speed humps. So I did want to, did want to just share with you um, the fact that it's not, it's not all uh, sunshine and rainbows really when it comes to, I guess, the, the outlook, the short-term outlook, at least for NFTs. We are seeing a number of, um, a number of, issues and, and things that could be done better. So I'll quickly go through them here. Scalability is, um, is one of them. So I'm sure perhaps in other, in other talks, uh, as part of this conference, um, there have been, um, focuses and a lot of focus and presentations on scalability because it is such a huge, uh, need for the whole crypto ecosystem at the moment. So what I mean by scalability and why it's an issue for NFTs. So for, for you and me, the average people who want to maybe buy an NFT or they want to, they want to uh, use a, an exchange, a decentralized exchange in order to um, yeah, get access to an NFT. That is just becoming uh, prohibitively yeah, expensive for, for the average person, you know, up towards I think I tried the, the other week, it cost me about uh, $80 US to, to mint an NFT. Um, so that the process of doing that um, essentially is calling on the blockchain to make all these calculations and, and that, that process of doing so is, is very expensive. And, and if that doesn't get improved, so how is that going to improve? It's going to be through scalability solutions, um, which are coming online basically as of today, slowly being rolled out. Uh, so in the case of Ethereum, which um, Ethereum is essentially the main, the blockchain upon which the, the vast majority of the NFT ecosystem is living on. So yeah, all your, your marketplaces and all that, they're all, most of them are trading, um, have listed NFTs that are built on Ethereum or, or deployed on Ethereum. So some examples of layer two scaling solutions that are being rolled out at the moment are Optimism and Arbitrum. So you don't, for the sake of this video, you don't really need to know how that works, but I guess the promise of them is to make transactions a lot cheaper for everyday users. Um, and that will, if that gets solved, then, then everyday retail investors will be able to get um, yeah, greater access to the NFT ecosystem and participate. 
in it. And just secondly, quickly, the development of the ETH2 or uh, Ethereum 2.0, which is coming um, more probably in 2022 and beyond. There are a bunch of scalability, um, I guess, um, methodologies that are going into ETH2, which is very groundbreaking work, but it requires a lot of R&D, um, which, which yeah, unfortunately isn't available today. So another huge, or not a huge, but one, uh, an area that could be done better, in my opinion, um, is just the user experience of, of, of getting involved in the NFT ecosystem. So there are several wallets, uh, several steps rather that uh, you need to, an, an, an average person who isn't involved in the crypto space, they need to do that before obtaining their first NFT. So that would involve getting set up with a, a wallet. So uh, a wallet is a term you'll often see in the crypto space that it's just that you need a wallet in, a, in order to participate in, in the whole crypto universe, really. Um, a wallet looks after what's called your private keys and essentially you are the owner of those private keys and owning those private keys, I guess, lets you, um, lets you make transactions. So, um, the more steps that are required to, to set up your wallet, um, and, and make perhaps like put in some of your fiat, uh, your fiat money, like Australian dollars, and then, and then purchase your first NFT. There's still quite a few steps, um, and it is a bit clunky still that user experience also just briefly there is um there's a lot of scam activity um happening in the nft space so just like anything with technology i guess scammers and malicious actors go wherever the the value and attention is going so inevitably scammers were going to arrive in the nft space and they have in a big way in the past like few few weeks especially just thinking of more complex ways to so I guess um, trick people into um, handing over their private keys or their, their wallet uh, seed phrases, for example. Um, so that's something that will need to be, uh, that will constantly be a challenge for NFTs as it keeps, as it keeps growing. And just finally a shortage, there's a shortage of quality smart contract developers. Um, as I'm sure it's probably going to be covered in other conferences, uh, other, other presentations at this conference um there's just a dearth of of talent um readily available talent for really competent and quality smart contract developers promisingly uh there is a lot of university courses that are now uh releasing uh blockchain development uh courses so that's been happening for the past two or three years um there's several in australia uh, such as RMIT and, and Monash and Swinburne that all have blockchain uh, centers. So that's very promising. But uh, in terms of right now, what is needed in the NFT space, that's still those students are going to still have to come through and learn. Um, so that lag effect probably won't really tick in until until next year and the years after that. And just to keep in mind, the smart contract developers, NFTs are just one use case for smart contracts. So those smart, those competent and those best students might go into other areas such as you know decentralized finance or or scalability um, research and development or or DAOs or, or as I'm sure is covered in in other presentations um, decentralized autonomous organizations. So there's a lot of competition and a lot of a very big labor shortage, which is yeah going to be a, a problem.
in terms of what ne what's next for NFTs and the the opportunities uh, that are coming that are coming up and and what I see being the next wave uh, coming in the NFT space is is what are called uh, access NFTs. So one of the huge benefits again of having that provable cryptographically provable ownership as I went as I covered earlier. Uh, these access NFTs, by holding an NFT, you will get access to restricted content or communities. So think of it almost like how there's paywalled content on a news media publication, for example. Um, you can imagine a scenario perhaps where you, where you own the NFT um, issued by that publication. And when you do log into, a, when you do um, you know, click on a certain link that's by that provider, um, it'll automatically recognize that you hold that token and therefore because you hold that token, that page will load and you'll be able to see it. So um, same thing with like Discord communities and, and YouTube content, SoundCloud, um, just holding that token will give you access to that content and, and more powerfully, in my opinion, access to social groups, um, which is, which is yeah, very, very exciting. Um, continued uptake I'm expecting of big name brands. So we know that Louis Vuitton is an example of a company that's that's really working in the NFT space um, and, and applying NFTs to to almost um, some, some games recently. Um, and really just, again, an opportunity to build their band, uh, brand and build their loyalty and get more engagement with their, with their consumers. Uh, sports organi organizations um, such as yeah, such as US Tennis Association, which we saw um, really have a big NFT launch for the US Open that was just on recently. Um, where what why are they why are they why are all these sports organizations doing this? It's the same reason, just to build more engagement with their fans, where their fans uh, can can purchase NFTs of, you know, maybe a, a, an AFL club that they really have an, a strong affinity to. And they can, um, I guess, bond and connect more with with the club, and that's ultimately what is driving up fan engagement. And it's the big opportunity, I guess, from the sporting organisations' perspective of of what NFTs can can provide. And just finally, a greater overlap with decentralised finance is something that is inevitably just going to be a greater intersection or a more convergence of NFTs with decentralised finance, which again, I'm sure is covered in another talk at, at this conference, but um, yeah, the ability for NFTs to be put down as collateral, for example, and in order to borrow, um, you know, stable coins. And then I think is like, or something we're already starting to see and, and it's inevitable that those two, the ability to do that is just going to be um, made possible. And just finally, the fractionalization of, of NFTs is something as well that we're starting to see where a really expensive NFT, such as one that's worth $200,000 can be fractionalized. And then essentially there can be bidders that own those fractional parts of that NFT. And then they can then have all these benefits such as joining a community um, and things like that. Um, so from an investor's standpoint, um, I definitely think NFTs are here to stay. And there's so many ways that you can gain exposure to NFTs, whether that's investing directly in them, such as buying buying NFTs that yeah you think will accrue value, or you can also gain exposure by 
investing in um, the tokens that are native to NFT marketplaces. Um, so this is something that we cover, um, yeah, day in day out uh, for our for our members. Um, and yeah, it's in addition to to other areas, of course, in the in the crypto space. But um, I hope that this um, that this presentation was brought you up to speed and and gave you a, a sense of what's possible with NFTs and and where where kind of this trend is going. I certainly believe NFTs are here to stay and, and we'll just continue to see greater applicability uh, moving forward in the coming months and years. And yeah, I'm definitely excited to to monitor the progress and continue to share my opinions on, on where things are going. So thank you for tuning in and um, take care.